Good morning. I'm Caleb Giddings from Gunnuts Media, and this is Firearms Industry News for the week ending May 1st, 2020. It is still these corona times, but we do have some good news for this week's episode. So let's get into that first. And the first bit of good news is that things seem to be opening back up again. My local IDPA club sent out a note saying that they're going to hold matches starting again on May 9th using social distancing protocols. So everyone's going to wear masks and squad sizes will be limited and all of that stuff. But it does look like things are starting to move in the right direction. And that's good news. That's something that makes me very happy to see. And I'm sure it's something that makes a lot of people happy to see because we're all kind of getting sick of these corona times. And now on to more news. In product news, Federal and Colt were, excuse me, FN America and Colt were awarded the M16A4 foreign military sales contract by the DOD. So if you don't know what the M16A4 is, it is a variation of the M16 design. So it has a fixed stock 20-inch musket barrel, but it incorporates some of the A4 upgrades that you saw. So it has a rail farm. It's got some more modern parts to allow modern accessories added onto it. For example, it has a flat top instead of a carry handle so you can mount a proper optic on it. I actually really like the M16A4. I think it's a cool looking rifle. It's a neat gun. Um, It's not really super practical for what I use an AR-15 for, but I think the M16A4 is a pretty cool gun. Uh, This is going to be a firm fixed price contract. It's going to provide M16A4s for foreign military sales. The countries listed in the contract are Afghanistan, Grenada, Iraq, Lebanon, and Nepal, which is a very interesting batch of countries. But anyway that's that. Moving on to new products, Federal Premium has announced new Train and Protect loads. So Federal has this load, it's called Train and Protect, and it's a kind of a budget jacketed hollow point. It's based on their old regular non-HST, non-Hydroshock jacketed hollow point. So it's like a regular kind of 80s JHP, and it's loaded so that you can use it for training and protection. It's economical. It's priced reasonably. And they have new ones coming out in 380 Auto, which is going to be an 85 grain load, 357 Magnum, which is going to be a 125 grain load, and of course, 158 grain, 38 Special. This is in addition to the existing lines in this uh, brand under this Train and Protect brand, which is, they have 9 mil, 40, and 45 Auto, all in the grain weights that you would expect to see for that: 230 grain. 115 grain and 180 grain for the 40 rounds. So that's all nice. It is nice to actually to have a one round, like let's say you're on a budget, right? And you want to be able to use your practice ammo for defensive ammo, but you're not going out there to buy full cases of HST to go shoot at the range. This makes sense for you, all right? You can go out and you can get a bulk pack of 100 of the nine mil rounds for like $60, which seems like a lot of money, but isn't a lot of money when you think about what a bulk pack of 100 rounds of HST would cost. It would be like $100. So it makes sense. There is a niche for it. It may not be my niche, but again, I'm glad to see whenever there's new products of any type coming out onto the market. Uh, Now we have an interesting story. So, and this is a developing story. So we may have updates later on about this, 
But yesterday, April 30th, was the USPSA Board of Directors uh, monthly meeting. And they get together and they have their meeting and then they vote on the future of USPSA and stuff like that. Well, yesterday they kicked somebody out. And we don't know who. But it's a very similar story if you followed some of this stuff from earlier. So someone... And again, we don't know who this is. If you do know who this is, please contact me so that I can get in touch with them because I'm interested in hearing their side of the story. But USPSA found someone had been altering their practice score records. And if you don't know what practice score is, it's the app that we use to keep track of people's scores. And it's in all of the shooting sports. It's in IDPA, USPSA, 3Gun uses it. I think even Bianchi Cup uses it. So anyway practice score. This guy had been going back, or girl, we don't know, and altering his practice score records to get better scores. And he got caught. And USPSA suspended him immediately when he got caught. They interviewed him, and according to the board of directors meeting notes, he confessed that he was cheating. So what they told him was, don't renew your membership because it's going to expire before the BOD meeting. And he didn't. And then in the board of directors meeting, they they voted to permanently ban him from renewing his membership or from shooting USPSA matches again. This is interesting because something similar to this happened late last year with a noted internet personality slash trainer guy who was suspended, appealed his suspension, and was, and, that was, and the board of directors voted not to ban him from the sport. So this is interesting to see it happening again in such a short amount of time. And again, we don't know who this guy is. So if you do know, hit me up, slide into these DMs, shoot me an email, whatever, because we're very curious to know. And that brings me to my last story of the day, which is hilarious. So I follow regular sports, like sports sports, right? Baseball, football, soccer, blah, blah, blah. Well, not soccer. I don't follow communist kickball. But, you know, baseball and football, I absolutely follow. So if you were following the NFL recently, there's no NFL season, but they did just have the draft. And the Patriots drafted this kicker. And this kicker's name is Justin Rorwasser. I think I'm pronouncing that right. And Justin Rorwasser has some super moto tattoos despite never having served in the military. So he's got like an American flag on one forearm, and then he's got liberty or death on the other forearm. And then right above the liberty or death, he's got a three percenter tattoo. And the media lost their minds over this. He actually got shamed into putting out a video where he was crying in the video and said he promises to get the tattoo removed because he thought it was like a patriotic tattoo and didn't know that it was representative of what the media called a far-right extremist organization. Now, I've had some roll-ups with the 3%er types in the past, and they're mostly all idiots, you know, uh, but... I don't think it's a fair characterization to call them far-right extremists. I think weirdos is probably a much better term for three percenters. But anyway, it's just hilarious to me that this dude, who's never in the military, bought into the whole, like, only 3% of people fought the British myth that the whole kind of 3% thing is based on, uh, bought into this so hardcore that he got it tattooed on him, got drafted, and then now has to get it removed because he got shamed for it. And that, to me is peak 2020 and it's hilarious and i i really don't uh have anything else to say to that other than don't get 
tattoos that you're gonna I don't regret any of these uh, but I'm also not trying to be an NFL kicker so I don't think I would have a Star Wars tattoo that said blaster for hire if I was gonna go be an NFL player but that is it for the news this week if you like the show make sure you subscribe to us or follow me or whatever function facebook has for that or if you're watching on instagram make sure to like me on instagram and of course if you're listening to this on itunes or TuneIn or any of the podcast apps make sure to subscribe to the podcast we do this every friday with the news and hopefully we're going to be able to keep doing these interviews on wednesday that i've been uploading i'm caleb giddings thanks for watching